Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. This is Mornings with the Holy Spirit, pressing in daily to the power and presence of God. Let me prophesy to you something good is going to happen to you today. Today's broadcast is brought to you by the Elijah Company Training for Prophets and Highly Prophetic People. You're going to find that at the Global Prophetic Center, globalpropheticcenter.com. Apply today. Be part of this tremendous company. Get the teachings in depth. Get your questions answered. Get the impartations. Do the exercises and get that deliverance session in while you're there. GlobalPropheticCenter.com, the Elijah Company. It's just around the corner. I'm coming to you live from South Florida. Our church, Awakening House of Prayer, is here. And I'm there on Sundays preaching, praying, prophesying, and casting out devils. Our heart is to equip you to live a supernatural breakthrough lifestyle. Give me a year of your life and apply the word I'm teaching and watch the transformation. There's no excuse because you've got three opportunities every week to hear three different messages messages every week, encountering God and his word with prophetic worship and these three messages, 1047 a.m., practical teaching, prophetic edge, plan your visit at awakeninghouseofprayer.com or watch online if you're not in the region at ahop.online. You can go deeper with us, become a web church member, get official virtual pastoral care, virtual healing rooms, virtual prophecy rooms, virtual prayer line, virtual life group. It's virtual but it's powerful. Get over there and get official today at ahop.online slash webchurch. Our second service is School of the Spirit at Ahop. We're going into the deeper things of God. Our current series is the voice of God. God wants to speak to you more than you're hearing him. He's talking. He's talking. He's talking. Let's dive into that. School of the Spirit.tv slash voice of God. Amen. Today, we're going to read from Mornings with the Holy Spirit, listening daily to the still small voice of God. And today's devotion is titled, Seek to Please God Alone. Seek to Please God Alone. Come on, that means you're not a people pleaser. That means you don't have to worry about what people think about what you do. As long as God likes it, you're good. Seek to please God alone. And here's what I heard the Lord say. Many people will judge you wrongly. As soon as Father promotes you, You'll meet folks who will tell you something they believe you're doing wrong and they'll judge your heart. You can't please man, so don't try. Give heed to and pray about the advice that comes from those with whom you are in a relationship. They know best. Don't let attacks from strangers stop you. Ultimately, I am the one to convict you of sin. So stay close to me and I will show you if you're moving in the wrong direction. Seek to please Father and Him alone. He will take care of the rest, says the Holy Spirit of God. Come on, that's a good word. You get promoted. Everyone wants to criticize because they're not where you are. They don't want to do what you did to get there. They don't want to put in the hard work, the elbow grease. They don't want to sow their way into prosperity. They want to criticize and judge you. And God is saying today, don't worry about what they say. The people who know you the best, the people who are closest to you, the people who are for you and not against you, listen to their advice. They'll tell you if you're getting off track, but guess what? The Holy Spirit will tell you if you're getting off track. Today's scripture references are in the devotional. Pick up your copy of Mornings with the Holy Spirit. Now, the prayer starter from the devotional, I refuse to bow to the fear of man. 
I will fear the Lord and him only. Surround me with wise counselors who hear your voice and guard me from the temptation to be a people pleaser. Help me guard my heart diligently and be quick to repent. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Father, we thank you this morning because you are a good, good father. There's no God like you. <laughs> there's, there's no other God who is mighty to save. There's no other God who is expert at delivering us from every tie that binds. You don't have any halfway deliverances. You don't have any halfway breakthroughs. You don't have any halfway promotions. When you move in our lives, there is clear evidence. There is a clear breakthrough. There is a magnanimous deliverance. You are a good, good father. Hmm. Jesus, pray in the spirit with me. Go on and pray in the spirit with me. We're going to root out some disturbances on the broadcast. I'm so happy. I've got joy in my heart. Lord, oppose those who oppose this broadcast today. Fight against those who are fighting against this broadcast today. I've got the joy of the Lord and it is my strength. Father, we thank you that you are the God of all joy the God of all peace. You are the God who always wins the battle. You are the God who who sends us to the battle line with a strategy for success, with a strategy for victory, with a strategy for breakthrough. So Father, today we're asking you to show us which battle line we're supposed to run to. God, we know that we can't fight 12 battles at once. We need to focus and concentrate our efforts on the big one, on the Goliath, instead Instead of fighting all these pesky little devils, we want to take out the strong man. So would you help us today, God, to discern the root of our opposition? Come on. Help us today, God, to discern the root of our opposition. Help us today, God, to see the demon powers that are holding back the promises. Help us today, God. Give us a vision. Give us a dream. Speak to us in a still small voice. Make it plain. Expose every demon power that's working against us us so that we can run forth with the weapons of our warfare and slay every giant, slay every strong man, slay every opposing demon that would stand in the way between us and your promise to us. We exalt you, God. We exalt you. You are high and lifted up. We exalt you. You are the glorious, victorious warrior God. We exalt you, not our problems. We exalt you, not our ill circumstances. We exalt you. You are our King. You are our Lord. You are the one who leads us and guides us into all truth. You are the God who leads us into battle and into victorious battle and into conquering every demon power, taking back what he stole. Help us, Lord, to see the root of our opposition. Expose it, God expose it, God. Give us x-ray vision in the spirit so that we can see through things to the root of things so we can diagnose the source of the warfare accurately. We don't want to beat the air. Paul the apostle said, I don't beat the air. I'm just not buffeting the air. I'm not just swinging shadow boxing. I'm going to hit my target. When I swing, I'm going to hit my intended target. When I swing, I'm going to cut off the head 
of the snake. When I swing, I'm going to pukatenaboshe. Come on, somebody begin to swing the sword with me today. There is an opposing force. His name is devil. His name, katenaboshe, is fear. His name may be rejection. His name may be trauma. There's a demon power opposing some of you today. And until you get mad with the devil, a joyful anger. I said a joyful anger. Keteroshaka said a joyful anger. What do you mean, prophet? I said a joyful anger. I said you got the joy of the Lord and a righteous indignation at the same time. And the joy of the Lord fuels your victory. The joy of the Lord strengthens you in the battle. But you got a righteous indignation. It's a joyful anger. It's a joyful anger because you're mad with the devil, but you're happy with your God who leads you into triumph. Jesus, show us today the root of our opposition. What is it that keeps holding us back? What is it that keeps causing us to stumble? What is it that keeps causing us to miss the mark? What is it, God? What voice are we listening to? What spirit are we contending with? What opposition is up to reveal it, God? I could sense the frustration of some of you on this broadcast because you've been around the mountain and around the mountain and around the mountain and there's cyclical warfare and you think you're starting to break through and then here comes the barrage and you thought the battle was won, but here comes the enemy swooping back in at an opportune time and you feel some of you like you just can't get a break. But the Lord would say to you today, you must lay an ax to the root of the demonic trees in your soul for the enemy sowed seeds in your soul while you were asleep, says the Lord, and you were unaware, but now they've grown up. Now they are clouding my word. Now that your mind has been renewed to something demonic instead of to the truth that sets you free. So begin to look for the root, says the Lord. If you seek it, you will find it because I will show it to you, says the Lord. I am faithful to set you free from every tie that binds. So look for the root. Ask me about the root. Contend against the root and you will find that you will break free and break through of these old issues that keep coming back around in your life. These old issues, these old arguments, that old sin, that old addiction, that old depression. The Lord says that is not your portion, but the root is there. And if the root remains, the fruit will continue to grow, says the Lord. You will see it in its season, says the Lord, but you must cut it off at the root, says the Lord. So ask me for the root because I will show it to you and I will help you. I will help you. I will help you to sever the root, to yank it up, to pull it out and to destroy it, says the Lord. Come on. Come on, somebody pray with me today. Come on, I, I can feel the opposition on today's broadcast. I can feel some witch, some warlock out there spying out our liberty. But that's okay, because greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world. And God is trying to set you free from a root. I said there's a root issue in some of your lives. And you know it's a root issue. You know it's a root issue because it's like things just keep happening. You react instead of respond. 
you know it's a root issue because no matter what relationship you engage in, you have the same problems as you had in the last relationship. You know it's a root issue because every time certain circumstances come, every time the pressure comes, you behave in an ungodly way, in an unseemly way, in a way that comes out of the flesh instead of your spirit. You know it's a root issue because you can't control yourself. You don't seem to be able to stop yourself. You keep going back to the same old way, the same old thought, the same old activity, the same old kabashaka tereboshe. That's how you know it's a root issue. Come on. Don't let root issues spoil your harvest. Don't let root issues inform your future. Don't let root issues, come on, don't allow it. You got to get to the root. You got to come on. Who wants to get to the root today? Who wants to get to the root today? Who wants to get to the root today? I need somebody who's willing to get to the root. Lord, forgive us. Forgive us for not examining ourselves. Your word tells us to examine ourselves, to judge ourselves. But so many times we're too busy examining other people and judging other people. Well, they did this to me and they behave that way. And I don't like it when they do this. And I don't know why they got to do that. Lord, help us to look inward at the issues in our own soul so that we can root out these issues that keep causing us trouble. We keep stumbling over the same thing. We don't see it. For what it is. We want to blame somebody else. We want to act like we're somehow the victim. We're not victims. Help us, Lord, to break through that victim mentality, to stop blaming everybody else for our ungodly reactions. Come on, there's deliverance in the house today. God wants to set you free. Just agree with him. He wants to show you that root. If you can see it, you can, <laughs> you can defeat it. If you can see it, you can resist it. Many of you can't see it. You don't see it. It's, it happens so fast. Your reaction happens so quickly. One day you're fine. The next day you're in bed depressed. Don't want to get back. You don't want to quit. There's a root there somewhere, beloved. There's a root there somewhere, beloved. There's a root there somewhere, beloved. And there's a bunch of false prophets on my broadcast trying to distract you. Don't you dare let them steal your breakthrough. Begin to pray in the spirit with me. Begin to pray in the spirit with me. God's going to begin. I believe if you're hungry, he's going to begin to show you what this issue is right now. Pray in the spirit. Show us, Lord. Show us the root. Show it. Holy Spirit, you see everything. Show us the root. Show us the root, God. I see roots of depression in some of you. I see roots of, of double-mindedness in some of you, instability. I see roots of rejection in some of you. I see roots of addiction in some of you. Some of you, it's a generational issue. Some of you, it's not anything that you ever did. You don't even know why you're like that. Nothing ever seemed to have happened to you. And nothing did except a generational curse. Cry out to him. Listen, cry out to God. Cry. This is not a, this is not a game. It's not a joke. <laughs> cry i know you know that cry out to god there's a, there's some of you have roots you have evil roots and god wants you to be rooted and grounded in christ nothing polluting your root system show us lord the root of that infirmity show us lord the root of that bad attitude 
Show us, Lord, the root of bitterness that's defiling our lives. Show us, Lord. Show us, Lord. Cry out to him. I can't cry out for you. I can't cry out for you. I can cry out with you, but I can't cry out for you. Let the Holy Spirit do his work. We uproot every vain imagination in Jesus' name. We uproot depression in Jesus' name. We uproot anxiety in Jesus' name. We uproot distrust in Jesus' name. We uproot disgust in Jesus' name. We uproot rejection in Jesus' name. We uproot trauma in Jesus' name. We uproot doubt in Jesus' name. We uproot unbelief in Jesus' name. We uproot fear in Jesus' name. We uproot double-mindedness in Jesus' name. We uproot every addiction in Jesus' name. Come on, we got to uproot these things. We got to root them out. Jeremiah, God called him to root things out. You got to root it out. We uproot unforgiveness in Jesus' name. Come on. We uproot addictions in Jesus' name. We uproot poverty in Jesus' name. We uproot critical spirits in Jesus' name. We uproot anger in Jesus' name. We uproot judgmental attitudes in Jesus' name. We uproot timidity in Jesus' name. We uproot religious spirits in Jesus' name. We uproot procrastination in Jesus' name. We uproot perfectionism in Jesus' name. We uproot every mental illness in Jesus' name. We uproot every vain imagination in Jesus' name. We uproot biases in Jesus' name. We uproot all rebellion in Jesus' name. We uproot witchcraft in Jesus' name. We uproot disobedience in Jesus' name. We uproot it. We uproot insomnia in Jesus' name. We uproot low self-esteem in Jesus' name. We uproot every sickness and every disease in Jesus' name. Jesus, 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 fill us with your spirit, God. 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 Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, to stay rooted and grounded in you, not rooted and grounded in a lie, not rooted and grounded in an addiction, not rooted and grounded in a, in a, in a, in a rejection, in a spirit of fear. Help us, Lord. Jesus. Jesus, fill us up, God. Fill us up, God. Fill us up, God. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And you guys got it. Here's the thing, guys. You got to cry out to God. He can deliver you from anything. Cry out to him. Sometimes you do need the help of a deliverance minister. 
Sometimes you, ha- you don't have a revelation of your authority or a revelation of what is going on in your soul. But you cry out to God. God will make a way for you. If you're seeing these persistent issues in your life, there's a problem somewhere. Listen, guys, share this really quickly. I want to go higher. I want to go into our next segment. We've had so many distractions on today's broadcast. You know what that means, right? When the enemy's trying to distract you, why would he do that? Why would he do that? Because he doesn't want you to see what God wants you to see. Why would there be so many distractions? Why? Why? Because he's not wanting you to understand. He's not wanting you to receive. The enemy's trying to block you. But we're blocking him today. Amen? The enemy can't make you look away from Jesus. Only you can decide to look away from Jesus. Hmm. Share this on your timeline. Share it via Twitter. Ping somebody in this room. We're going into the segment on your arsenal of lethal weapons. I need you to tag somebody, share, ping, do what you got to do. Let's get this going. Sure, Rita, you got it. Rita, so he's the enemy's trying to block your deliverance and your freedom. That's right. I'm so proud of you because you did not give ear to it today. You didn't start engaging in conversation with them today. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. Let's get into this next segment, guys. Psalm 7 speaks of God's lethal weapons. For example, Psalm 7 verse 12 speaks of God's shining sword. And the Bible says, David was saying to God, (laughs) as if God needed to be reminded. David was saying to God, see, God doesn't need to be reminded. When God says, put me in remembrance, it's not because he forgot. It's because you need to rebuild your faith in the promise. God knows he has lethal weapons, but David was reminding himself of how mighty God was, how mighty God is and how mighty God always will be. He was and is and is to come. The Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end. David said, you have an arsenal of lethal weapons that you've prepared for them. You have bent and strung your bow, making your judgment arrows shafts of burning fire. Look how the wicked conceive their evil schemes. They go into labor with their lies and give birth to trouble. (laughs) That's so good. They dig a pit for others to fall into, not knowing that they will be the very ones who will fall into it. Every pit digger who works to trap and harm others will be trapped by his own treachery. But I will give thanks to you, Yahweh, for you make everything right in the end. I will sing my highest praise to the God of the highest place. But check this out. God has an arsenal of lethal weapons. And listen, when you're too tired to fight, if you'll just cry out to him, he'll fight for you. There are some battles that he will fight for you. He will hmm, enter into the battle. He will enter into the fight. But there's many times where we have to fight the battle. We can't just put it all on God and say, Lord, fight this for me. Do this for me. He's not a puppet. He's not our lackey. He is our God. And he wants us to engage in the battle more times than not. He will help us. He will send angels. He's given you his name. He's given you his word. He's given you his blood. He's given you his armor. He's given you an arsenal of lethal weapons. You wouldn't need the weapons if there wasn't going to be a fight. In peacetime, we don't walk around with weapons. But in wartime, people strap, you know, if they have to, Molotov cocktails. Amen. They, they, they get whatever they can get. 
They'll fight with a sling and a stone. In wartime, you need your weapons. And I'm telling you, just like there's wartime in the earth, in the natural, listen, there's wartime right now in the spirit. This is a season of war. You must understand the season that you're in. And you have to be willing to fight. You have to be willing to press back. Just because you're not feeling the effects of spiritual warfare doesn't mean there's not a war brewing in the spirit over your life. The idea is to go on the offense before the warfare manifests. We're not supposed to live our life back on our heels under enemy fire, trying to hold back those fiery darts with our shield of faith. That is not our stance. We're supposed to be in an offensive posture against the enemy. We're supposed to be the one who strikes first. The one who strikes first is the one who laughs last. We have to get aggressive. So you might be saying, well, you know, Jennifer, I don't have any warfare right now. Oh, but you will. And if you never have any warfare, I have to ask you, are you doing anything for God? Are you a threat to the enemy? Because I want to make heaven uh, happy and I want to make hell mad. When I put my feet on the floor in the morning, I want hell to tremble and shake because I've awoken. And that's the stance. That's the posture that we need to take. But God has given you an arsenal of lethal weapons. 2 Corinthians 10 talks about the weapons of our warfare. They're, they're not carnal, but they're mighty in God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down every imagination and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, taking every thought captive to the obedience of Jesus Christ so that when our obedience is fulfilled, we can punish the enemy. So Father, today we thank you we thank you, Lord, that you help us to shift our mindset with regard to warfare. Help us, Lord, not to wait until we are under a barrage of, of enemy fire before we even think to pick up our shield of faith. But we don't want to keep taking hit after hit after hit after hit after hit. We want to release hit after hit after hit after hit after hit. And you've given us armor. You've given us lethal weapons. The sword of the spirit is deadly to the enemy. The sword of the spirit is the word of God. The sword of the spirit never fails. The sword of the spirit always accomplishes what we what, what it's supposed to do. It never fails. No weapon formed against us shall prevail. We dismantle every enemy weapon that is even being formed or fashioned in the spirit even now in jesus name we break the powers of every enemy onslaught before it's even released we smother it in jesus name we stifle it in jesus name we stymie it and hinder it and harass it in jesus name we release our weapons of warfare it is written the word in our mouth will wreak havoc on the enemy's camp the written word that we speak out loud will wreak havoc on the enemy. It's a deadly weapon. I said the word of God is a deadly weapon. God, help us to release the right word for the occasion. Help us to use the right weapon. There are so many uh, spears and daggers in the scripture. The word of God is a sword. It's alive. It's sharper than anything the enemy can bring to us. The word of God never grows dull. We never have to sharpen it. We never, it never rusts. There's no moths on it. It's this, it never fails. So help us, Lord, when the enemy begins to speak to us, to speak the word back to him. Help us, Lord, when the enemy begins to tell us that that, that, that cancer is going to kill us. Help us, Lord, to speak back to him. I shall live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. 
Help us, Lord, when there's a financial attack to continue to speak forth your word as a weapon that I prosper in everything I put my hand to, that God supplies all my needs according to his riches and glory, that God has given me the power to create wealth to establish his covenant in the earth that I'll give and it'll be given to me. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. Men shall give into my bosom. Help us, Lord, to speak back to the enemy, to let that, let that, let that sword be in our mouth. <laughs> that two-edged sword in our mouth, cutting back and forth, left and right, side to side, shattering the enemy's plans and purposes for our lives. Help us, Lord, to go on the offense. Help us, Lord, to let your truth overwhelm the enemy until he just can't stand to hear it anymore. He's going to flee. Help us, Lord, to submit ourselves to you and resist the devil so that he will flee from us. Jesus. 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 Help us, Lord. Are you getting this today? I need you to get this today because too many Christians are being overrun by the wicked one. You have a deadly weapon in your mouth. You can use it against yourself or you can use it against the enemy. Your mouth has the power of death and life in it. You can either curse yourself or you can bless God with it. You can either, you can either agree with the enemy's plans and unleash warfare against your own life. Or you can disagree with the enemy's plans and release God's word over the enemy and watch him bow and watch him flee and watch him run away in defeat. It's up to you. But too many times we talk about the problem instead of talking about the God who has the solution. Too many times we say, I just don't know how more much, I don't know how much more of this I can take. This is no kind of life to live. And every time we say those things, we are giving, we are yielding to the enemy. The Bible tells us to yield our members to God, to yield ourselves to him. We should yield our tongue to God. But many times we yield our tongue to the enemy. We should be surrendering to God. But many times we surrender to the enemy through the words of our mouth. I need you to get this today. Please watch your words. Please watch your words. Listen to yourself talking. Who are you agreeing with? Whose plan are you executing in your life? What contract are you signing with your mouth? Please, please, please listen to yourself talk. Get the word of God in your mouth. Watch your words. In Jesus' name, amen. You doing well today? I want you guys to live a victorious breakthrough lifestyle. That's why I pray for you, everyone. That's why I'm here. I want to see you overcome in every area of your life, wherever the enemy is meddling, wherever he's messing, wherever he's hindering, wherever he's harassing, wherever he's stalling you out and delaying you. I want to see you overcome. That's the purpose. We are overcomers. More than conquerors in Christ Jesus. Greater is he who is in us than he that is in the world. The enemy is very real and we cannot ignore him. But many believers spend spend more time talking about the devil than they do talking about God. They're ignoring God for the sake of fighting the enemy. No, we focus our attention on the God who saves, the God who delivers, the glorious, victorious warrior God, and then we'll see the enemy. God's not going to let us get blindsided while we're gazing on his beauty. I said, God is not going to let us get blindsided while we're gazing on his beauty. Let that sink in. God is not going to let us get blindsided while we're gazing on his beauty. 
We need to be spending more time looking at him than the work of the enemy in our life. Yes, we need to see the enemy at work. Yes, we want to see it. Well, you're not going to get blindsided by the enemy when you're gazing on God's beauty. So spend most of your time fixed on him. But do, but, but please do talk back to the devil. When he starts talking to you, don't ignore him. When he starts talking to you, don't just keep gazing at God. Turn to the enemy and say, get behind me. That's what Jesus did. Get behind me, Satan. Get behind me. And he will. When you know who you are and whose you are, when you understand your authority in Christ, the devil might not back up the first time, but you keep pushing and he'll flee. God, that's a good word, isn't it? God's not going to let you get blindsided while you're gazing on his beauty. That's the problem. Too many of us are looking at everything but God. And we don't see the enemy sneaking up behind us. We're looking at how much money we can make. We're looking at the sickness and the disease. We're looking at the prodigal. We're looking at the problems at work. We're looking at the news. We're looking at all these things, but we're not gazing on his beauty and we get blindsided. You won't get blindsided while you're gazing on his beauty. I know that's so good. Glory to God. Amen. That's a good word. That's the Holy Spirit because I never heard that before. That's the Holy Ghost. We give you glory, God. That's an awesome word. Listen, if you want to help us today to sow a seed, we're working on something right now to help orphans in the Ukraine. God spoke to me this morning about helping uh, orphans. Did you know that that Ukraine has an orphan crisis? Did you know that? And we want to uh, begin to uh, intervene in that as as best we can. Uh, and so I'm looking for ways to do that. Would you today consider sowing a seed uh, into the missions arm, our missions arm, so that we can help with this orphan crisis in uh, Ukraine? Uh, we will send that right over to a ministry that's on the ground. Uh, we want, we're going to find the, the most reputable one that's doing the, the quickest and the fastest work that's actually on the ground. Would you consider sowing a seed today? All the seeds that come in uh, today through jenniferleclair.org slash missions will be turned right back around. We're going to match whatever you sow today. We're going to match that from the ministry uh, as well. And we're going to get that into the hands. Uh, I'm still praying about which ministry over there, which which uh, outreach. We want to be part of this, this issue. We want to be part of the solution here. Go to jenniferleclair.org slash missions, would you please uh, consider doing that today? Uh, these poor uh, little orphans over there. I mean, you know, God tells us in his word to take care of the orphans. There's a few things that will bring financial blessing quicker than almost anything else uh, in terms of sowing. One of them is taking care of widows. One of them is is taking care of orphans. The widows and the and the third is Israel. Those are three things that over and over in scripture, if we if we sow into those things, we get a quick return on the investment. Orphans, widows, and Israel. And so I want to challenge you today to go to jenniferleclair.org slash missions and sow a seed for these orphans in Ukraine. And I will report back to you where it went and the work that it is that we're that we're partnering with to do over there. See, we can't do everything ourselves. I can't get to Ukraine. I have no contacts to help the orphans. What I can do is I can I can partner with the ministry and I can encourage you to partner with us as we partner with them uh, to get them some immediate help. They need immediate help. They need immediate help. So whatever you sow today through jenniferleclair.org slash missions. Uh, Jennifer LeClaire Ministries is going to match that. We'll probably go beyond that. Um, hopefully, hopefully, some of you will be extremely generous in this today. 
so that uh, so that we can we can uh, just get them as much help as possible. We're supposed to take care of the widows and the orphans. It's, it's not, you know, these poor little babies, you know, and there were so many adoptions that were in process and now everything's locked down. Families were trying to adopt Ukrainian babies and bring them to America, Russian babies as well. Um, and, and all the adoptions have been frozen because of this war. So if God puts it, if God doesn't put it on your heart, don't worry about it. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. But we're going to, we're going to look uh, tomorrow morning at however, however much donations came in today through up through uh, jenniferleclair.org slash missions. And we're going to match that. I believe Awakening House of Prayer is going to match it as well. So whatever, every time you give a dollar, it's bringing $3 because the Lord just spoke to me. AHOP, Awakening House of Prayer is going to match it. And Jennifer Clair Ministry is going to match it. So every dollar you sow, the R2 ministries here are going to match that. And we're going to get that over to them immediately. And I will, uh, I will report back to you. Amen. How do you give? You go to jenniferleclair.org slash missions. That's how you give. Jennifer, somebody help me moderate here because I, I, I'm, I'm, people are coming in uh, right in the middle of the stream and they're not, they're not, uh, they're not getting all the information because some of, some of you are just coming into the stream. Jenniferleclair.org slash missions, young nippy. Uh, Jenniferleclair.org slash missions, Jamie Grant. Jenniferleclair.org slash missions. Amen. And help us do that. If you feel so led, if you don't feel led to do that, then that's okay. You know, that's that's between you and God. I'm giving you the opportunity to help make an impact into something that's a massive crisis issue right now. Amen. Sure. Thank you for helping to moderate. When I was praying this morning, ugh. I just felt like, my God, I have to do something about these Ukrainian orphans. And, you know, every little bit helps. We can't solve the world's problem, but, you know, we, 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 we do what God leads us to do. You do what God leads you to do. That's the key. You, we have to be obedient to him in everything that we do. And it's just, it's just so on my heart. So let's pray for these Ukrainian orphans right now. Can we do that? So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, today for... Um, your heart for these orphans in Ukraine. And I know you have a heart for orphans all over the world, Lord. We know that. Don't nobody, I know somebody's going to get them getting mad and why you, why, why there's orphans all over the world, why Ukraine? Because that's what God put on my heart, okay? So let's all be respectful. So Father, we lift up these orphanages in Ukraine that have been under attack. And Lord, we lift up the the, the workers in the ministries uh, that are the workers in, in the orphanages in Ukraine that are under fire. They're trying to protect these children. And Father, we ask you for your supernatural protection. And we ask you, Lord, uh, to, to help us to be part of the solution through our prayers, through our giving. In Jesus' name, help us, God. Help us, God, to be part of the solution. Help us, God, to pray without ceasing. Help us, God, to be led forth by your spirit in everything we do, in every prayer we pray, every seed we sow. But Lord, protect these orphans and protect those who work with the orphans. Protect them, God. They're helpless but they're not hopeless. Lord, send laborers in the paths of these, these, these orphanages that can speak words of truth, words of life. Some of these orphanages are, are, are perhaps secular and many of them are Christian. 
So, Father, we thank you today as we sow into these orphans, as we sow into the Christian ministries who are working very closely, hands-on with these orphans, that you will multiply this seed and just cause it to be stretched and furthered so they can be helped not just today, but in the days and the weeks and the months ahead as the devastation of war has hit Ukraine and destroyed buildings and lives. And we lift up the nation of Ukraine. Lord, we ask you for a supernatural shield over Ukraine. Protect them, God. Strengthen them, God. Help them, God, to stave off the evil forces that are trying to destroy the sovereignty of their nation. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. God bless you. We love you. Have a breakthrough day.